Folks, well, welcome back or welcome to Undrafted Season 2. We know it's been way too long and we were planning on starting this a month and a half ago, but uh, lots yeah, of things... Wise, it sucks. <laughs> lot, yeah, lots of things have changed here over the last... What is it? Six months. Yeah, six months. Lots of things have changed for us over the last six months. If you guys follow our, follow our Facebook, I moved... Three and a half hours to the Great White North in Alpena, Michigan, to uh, take on a semi-professional head hockey coaching position. We have not lost a game, um, and it is it has just been a great experience so far. I'm learning, and it is it has just been awesome to say the least. Uh, Caleb, uh, what, what's new with you, man? Well, my wife and I are expecting our second child um gonna be a little baby girl she is due in january it's coming up quick uh yes extremely (laughs) quick uh i'm not too sure on how i feel about this but uh it's coming whether you like it or not well yes so for those of you who are out there with uh little boys She's not allowed to date until she's married. So keep your boys away from my daughter. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Coming from a guy who has a daughter himself, definitely. Um, But, yeah, do you have any uh, other opening thoughts before we get going here? Because I'm, like, I'm jacked. Why do dogs poop stink? Dude, I have no idea, but that is a legit question that we should look into. I literally just had to pick up dog poop from my dog who pooped on my floor. Oh, fuck Screw that. Oof, that was almost a bad slip up. Oh, it it and he he knows he's in trouble. He, I found him sitting in his cage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's um so I, I really other, other than just being up here and being part of this community, um we didn't have the turnout we we were hoping for uh, at our season opener this last Saturday, but at the same time, it was opening night of gun season. Nobody was going to show up. The fact that we had like 100, 150 people there, we were pretty stoked with. So, um, and I had my wife there, so I, I was ecstatic. Um, it was it was a great experience, and I just I just can't wait. I, I cannot wait for the season to just continue to go and um, for our postseason. We're hosting the playoffs. I mean, I'm just I'm excited. I, I am excited. Uh, we have some great players. Uh, we have a lot of great um, attitudes. We have lots of leadership on the team. So it, it's it's just been awesome. Caleb, I hope you can get up here soon. Um, I, it, at, at it's unfortunate this, that I haven't been able to make it up at all yet this season. Yeah, um, it is. Um, even Miles has asked. Um, so It's yeah. just been crazy down here uh, with getting things ready for the baby and... So, Work. working crazy amount of hours so yeah sorry about that oh that ain't your fault <laughs> <laughs> well the funny thing is uh off topic my my father ran into our old my old boss uh 
Mr. Whitney, and Mr. Whitney was so happy to hear that I'm succeeding up here. So I thought he was going to be pissed off, but no, he wasn't. So, yeah, so there's that. But anywho, Red Wings recap. Guys, we've missed so many games this season, but we're just going to say they suck. Uh, we're, what, 20-some games into the season? We suck. There's seven, no we're 7-14-3. There's no yes. way about it. You can't get around it. We suck. And we're bad. I will, I will back that up later in the show with the stats and the points. And I'm just going to say it's sad that a guy who just recently came to the team is up there in points. And he's only played seven games with the Red Wings. So, that's shitty. Uh, you mean the fact that he's seventh leading scorer on our team? Yes. <laughs> he has eight points right now, and we're talking about Robbie Fabry. He, he's playing like a first-round draft pick. Which is good. I'm glad he's finding success. I was being, I was being, I was being sarcastic. He's not a first rounder. Like he's not. I, he has to play consistently. We'll we'll go into social media more on here later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I I I just can't. Last night did it for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 been a train wreck, folks. Um, our defense has been extremely porous, and that's not. There's a lot of optimism with this defense but we've really once we can get rid of more of these bad contracts we can pick up better defense and unfortunately no one no one wanted erickson so guess where he is back in detroit so um it's just been a crapshoot it's it's been bad um the the the, the lone bright spots are um chronic chronic fabry uh bertuzzi larks and mantha and 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 howard can only do so much people if you want to blame these losses on howard or blashell just jump off the go bank. learn hockey jump off the band i'm i'm tired of you guys you guys i'm done <laughs> Sorry just for don't. being harsh, but it's the truth. No, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm 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 sick and tired of it because it's it's not on. It's no, no, it's not on them. But anywho, I digress. Um, so anything you want to add to uh, your beginning of the season thoughts on what's going on? Because you probably watched a little more than I have. I've been focused a lot on Alpina to get our team going. Outside of Mantha, Larkin, Burt. You're going to hate this one. A.A. Peronik, Filpula, Fabry, Chalowski, Bowie, Helm, Tyrosi, Glenn Denning, Nemeth, Green, DeKaiser, Abs, Nielsen, and Perilini. Mm -hmm. We have no point production outside of them. Well, that was a lot of people you just named off. However, outside of Fabry, Perilini only has one goal. Yes, one assist. One assist, my bad. Outside of Fabry, everybody else who has seven games, everybody else is seven points or less. So yeah. if that doesn't tell you that our point production is not there, and you want to blame Coach Blashill, our goalies, whatever, go look at the production. The production does not lie. 
Here's my problem, and and this is a common theme in our first season of Undrafted. Almost every episode we brought it up, and, and Andreas Athanasio. He's played 22 games. He has five goals and nine assists, 14 points. Not bad. And I know we say this is a really crap stat, but when it comes to Andreas Athanasio, I feel like this actually describes how he plays. He has a minus 21. He does not play the back check. He does not play defense. He does not get. He does not get back. He. he I. I'm tired. Uh, he's not the future of this team. He needs to and, go. And I believe Iserman is actually picking up the phone and trying to trade him. I hope so. But he's trying to I, get. I, he's trying to get what he wants out of him. And I'm okay with holding on to him. I agree until we get what's worth what he's worth, which which at this point is a bag of pucks. He's about as uh, useful as Erickson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eric's saying that. Eric's played in four, Erickson's played in four games and has a zero plus minus. Oh no, no, never mind. I lied. I lied. I I read the wrong stat line. He has a minus one. That's okay. That's not. He not just. What I so, we're not even. We're not even going to talk. We're not even going to talk. There, Erickson. No, he's a great guy. He has a decent hockey mind. He just makes a lot of stupid mistakes. So. And yeah. is that what you have for that segment? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I. I. Yeah, I don't have anything else on that. I don't segment. have much good to say about. No, it's it right was now. pretty bad. So I guess what we'll do is we'll uh, when we return. Hey, this segment is brought to you by Mid-Michigan Limousine. Oh, there you go. That was nice. Uh, Mid-Michigan Limousine, why don't you give my buddy Khalil Phillips Ryder a call at 989-600-5552 for all of your traveling needs. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll do that. Faux show, yo. All right, so when we return, folks, uh, we're going to go um, to Red Wings and beyond. We're going to talk about Red Wings news, hockey news in general. And then we have a special interview with uh, Jeff Goss, uh, also known as Razor, Razor Sharp Hockey. Um, and just to talk to him about his journey and uh, where, where he came from and where he is right now. Um, so stick, stick around. And thank you for listening to Undrafted. This is a new non-caloric silicon-based kitchen lubricant my company's been working on it creates a surface 500 times more slippery than any cooking oil ah we're really gonna fly down the hill with this stuff okay people tomorrow morning 10 a.m santa's coming to town oh my god santa here i know him I know him. And welcome back to Undrafted, folks. Uh, we're going to pick up with Red Wings and beyond. Uh, Caleb, how about you kick it off for us? All right. So uh, just uh, I just saw this video not too long ago, uh, and this is coming out from Arizona. Uh, there was a cancer survivor or somebody who's going through cancer treatment. Um, they were doing a ceremonial puck drop, and they were, th- this kid was supposed to drop the puck. Oliver Ekman-Larsen, 
he, he one of the captain or the captain for Arizona decides, you know what? Here, take my stick. I'm going to drop the puck. You take this face off. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, outside of what, you know, what usually goes on. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's an awesome story. Um, sorry, I'm multitasking here and I'm really bad at it. Yeah, I saw that video and it was very uh, heartwarming to see that. Um, so thanks for sharing that story. So we're going to get to the news here. Uh, muscle surgery, shells, penguins, Nick Bukestad for the next eight weeks. He had, he had a core muscle surgery and will miss at least eight weeks, according to the Pittsburgh Penguins organization. Ouch. <laughs> Sheldon Keefe says Maple Leafs have enough talent for a quick turnaround. True or not? <laughs> they do have the talent. I will say that. They do. Yeah, let's see what else here. Oh, what? did you see that Sidney Crosby's out for a little while as well? Yeah, and that's why that's big news out of Pittsburgh, because it seems like everybody's getting hurt in Pittsburgh. Uh, agreed. Um, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with I'm I'm okay with Crosby. I'm not okay with people getting hurt. I'm not okay with people getting hurt. However, I am okay with the Penguins getting worse. Speaking of injuries, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning star Nikita Kucherov sidelined with an injury, upper body. Um, he would be able to play, but now that yeah, they're saying he was would be able to play, but now they're unsure whether um, the uh, last year's MVP will return for Saturday's game against Anaheim. Uh, he suffered an injury during Tuesday's loss to the St. Louis Blues and did not return to the contest. And before I continue on here, Caleb, we were li- I was listening to one of our old podcasts to get prepared for this for this broadcast, and <laughs> we were talking about the power rankings and how like the Red Wings were at thirty one and the Blues were at thirty. And I don't know. Who, I think it was me that made this comment. It's like, yeah, just wait. The St. Louis Blues will make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. It was something like that. And guess what? They've won the Stanley Cup Finals. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, a little bit of foreshadowing there. You should have said you heard heard it here first. (laughs) I was being completely sarcastic. Oh, Um, right. As we we are most of the time on our our, uh, show. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of the St. Louis Blues, Sammy uh, Blaise is to miss at least 10 weeks with an injured right wrist um, from a freak masturbate. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh, how about that? Funny story. We actually have a guy where I work who is no. out of work right no. now with a sore wrist from a freak master. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not really, but kind of, sort of. He hurt his wrist and has gone to the doctor 500, 500 600, 500,600 minutes. So 500,000. Is it the same one? Yes, it... same guy. Are you kidding me? He's still in there? Oh, no, he's part of the booth now. Um, but, oh, no, I'm geez. talking about uh, Morris. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I would see that. Yeah. I could see the other one, though, too. Oh, we already know the Leafs fired Babcock. Woo! Uh, at least we knew that. I don't know if you you guys probably knew that, too. <laughs> If you uh, didn't, half, you're not paying attention to the hockey world. Hathaway suspended three games for spitting. I guess he should have swallowed. Uh, that's what she said. And 
Bobby Ryan, I heard he's going into an assistance program, and I have no clue. I'm I'm assuming That's for 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 painkillers or drugs or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, substance abuse uh, from the NHL NHLPA. And I'm, I'm um, proud him nothing but the best. I'm proud uh, of him for taking that step. I, I'm I'm extremely proud of him for acknowledging that he has an has a problem and um, taking the appropriate steps to get himself some help. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's, so that's great. And, and that's huge. So good luck, Bobby. Um, we wish you the best. Take care of yourself. Forget about all the pressure of the sport for the for the time being, and right. just focus on yourself. Take care of yourself. Right. So. A couple years ago, a couple years ago, when, remember when Blashill? Remember when Blashill put Brendan Smith as a forward? Yes. And everybody was like up his ass, and they were so mad at him. Shut up. Well, guess who's a forward for the New York Rangers? Uh, uh, ESPN uh, did an article about Brendan Smith's transition from um, being a defenseman to becoming a forward. And when they, when they sent out a fans uh, to the fans a letter saying that they're going to about to rebuild, they put Smith on ra- waivers. Um, but what ended up happening was they picked him up and they put him as a forward. And ever since then, he has revamped his... I mean, you got to read this article. It's great. Um, he is now... A pure forward, and he's actually not bad. Um, he and his he and his brother had quite the rivalry going on when uh, they played in Detroit and Boston. So, but yeah, so a great article. I just, fun to watch. Yeah, it's Red Wings related. So, um, in, inside Brendan Smith's transition from defenseman to forward, it's it, it's a good read, and I like to see former Red Wings doing well. Um, the Red Wings are kind of turning into the Detroit Lions of the NHL. Everybody leaves and they do better, like last night. You know, Nyquist. Nyquist, I, I've always liked that guy. I yes. hated to see him go, but I'm glad he's doing well. I wish yep. him nothing but the best. And then you have, from a couple of years ago, Thomas Tatar. Yep. He's doing fantastic right now as well. He, yep. I think both those guys needed a different atmosphere, different look. Yes. To get their careers back on track and i would i I wish them nothing but the best and uh when uh eiserman gets it fixed come on back home boys all right well that's that's all don't come back home (laughs) you got anything else for everybody's gonna be on caleb yes i am extremely happy to announce we no longer have cronwall we don't have what we don't have cronwall oh he is officially retired (laughs) Thank you yes. for your years of service. There's the door. Go have fun scouting for us now, please. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so with that, um, we are going to um, bring in our guest, um, uh, uh, Jeff Goss. He is, uh, 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 I wouldn't say want to be play-by-play announcer because he's, he's doing it. And um, an amateur. Um, and he's, well, he's gotten paid, so I can't really say amateur. Um, but he's following his dream of becoming a play-by-play um, hockey um, commentator, and uh, he's doing a great job. He 
uh, recorded. He did our first uh, preseason game, our first game as ever, um, the Alpina North Stars, and uh, he, he just has a great hockey mind and just a good attitude about life in general. Um, so with that, we are going to bring in uh, Jeff Goss. would like to welcome Razor Razor Sharp uh, to our program. Welcome to Undrafted. Uh, his, uh, we can, would you rather be called by your username or your real name? You know, um, Razor Razor Sharp is very popular. My, my actual name is Jeff Goss. Um, I originated in the small little town of West Branch, Michigan, where it's kind of funny there was really no hockey, but I'll tell you the story how I became a hockey fan. And these days I reside in Traverse City. But yeah, you can call me Razor Razor Sharp because the name's starting to get catchy and people are starting to hear about me. So we can go that route. But if people want to know what my real name is, it's Jeff Goss. So G-O-S-S. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jeff. Um, so like you said, uh, West Branch is really no hockey. And I can definitely relate from where I'm from in Carroll, Michigan. There is absolutely no hockey around there other than about 15 minutes away uh yeah and that's and that's where caleb's from and and when i say hockey i mean there's zamboni's a a tractor so hey it is a very fancy tractor we went up to canada to get the zamboni all right (laughs) but before we delve too deep into this interview with you uh razor razor sharp uh we have this segment, and we call it our opening thoughts. Let's hear, and, and our opening thoughts is uh, anything that comes to mind. It can be an opening rant. It can just be anything you want. So let's hear your thoughts of the moment right now. Well, first opening thoughts, I, I absolutely have to say uh, yesterday was my birthday, and um, I was blessed to turn 45 years old, and uh, – you know, at the same moment, I'm not sure if it was the same day or the day before, uh, one of the best coaches in the NHL lost his job and Mike Babcock. And, uh, you know, all I got to say is you can have all the talent around you, but uh, if you don't put the pieces together, sometimes it's the team that plays together. It's not just uh, the most stars on the team. And um, that's really about what I've been thinking about hockey-wise is – wow, Mr. Babcock is actually gone, and where is he going next? And he's not very happy if you read the tabloids. Good, I, I, I can honestly say good riddance to Mr. Babcock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, did you expect that? Was he, is his team just not performing? Um, it's more so, Caleb, you can go ahead. Caleb, go ahead, because you, you've been keeping more of an eye on it. I'm, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so my take on Babcock losing his job is, one, he cannot coach in high-pressure situations. He has to have everything perfect into the way he likes it. He is a cancer in the locker room where the vets don't want to come in and play for him, so it's hard to attract those uh, top-tier free agents. Um, And then he is extremely harsh on – on those uh, rookies and young guys. So the young guys, the RFAs, the ones who are just getting off their, or, you know, who are just becoming free agents, unrestricted, and they don't want to come play for him because he treats them so unfairly. 
So we are heading into a realm where hockey coaching is changing and you almost have to be um, a player's coach, right? Somebody that the coaches really, or the kids love to hang out with and still be coachable because it's not the old school where you can beat people down anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. I can, I'm, you know, I'm in my first head coaching job right now. I moved three and a half hours away from a home for a coaching gig and I am definitely on a daily basis trying to figure out there are some players that I know don't like me and there are some players that I know adore me and there are some players that just kind of tolerate me and and what it boils down to is right now we're winning so it's good but (laughs) um yeah um I kind of feel as it like the same way my dad used to say you know I'm your dad not your friend well I'm your coach I'm not your best I'm not your bud like they're gonna be times yeah, exactly. that strongly hate me, and but honestly, we uh, we had a few players not show up uh, to our game on Saturday. We still had a full roster, which was phenomenal. Oh, it was amazing, and um, you know, with a, a couple of those players gone, I'm not gonna mention them. I respect the heck out of them, but our locker room seemed to gel a lot better. So. You know, you, and you're talking about the Alpine and North Stars, correct? Yeah, yeah, yep, definitely. Yep. Yeah, I um, I had the pleasure to call one of your games there. You guys had like a exhibition game a few weeks ago, and I, first of all, I want to say thank you for letting me come up there to do that. And um, you know, uh, thank you for um, uh, Mackenzie Drake. Regardless of what people have said about him, <laughs> he's the one who gave me that opportunity, and um, I. Uh, soon found out a little bit about him. Um, the kid is absolutely passionate. I'm not going to say anything bad. I think we all have a dream. Um, but that was an amazing story to to go up there and to call that level of hockey. And, you know, I didn't really feel your team on the ice. Didn't make me feel like it was a beer league. You guys felt like you were, uh, um, semi pro or maybe, you know, maybe at a level close to that. You had some really good players on the ice, and I can only imagine where your team is going to go. Well, we're uh, we're working hard. Our our upper office, our management is great, um, and they, they just he's done a bang up job of making sure that we we played the season and that we we are all set for the future. Um, because when the IHL went under, uh, we were pretty stressed out, but our, our GM and owner, Miles, made some phenomenal moves, and we'll have him on the show. Um, he has agreed to be on here, and he has just done a, a phenomenal job at making sure that the players and the team is taken care of for the future, as well as right now, but in the future. Um, but yeah, Jeff, it was it was awesome having you do that game, because I used a lot of that game film, and I'm going to tell you what, I need to get you a dang, like a, a legit awesome camera that can be connected up to the Wi-Fi so you can do it and, and get a headset and all that so you don't feel like, you know, you have to zoom in with your phone. I couldn't imagine how difficult that is being a former cameraman myself. I couldn't imagine how difficult that was, and I don't want to. But um, You know, I appreciate that. I'm a, um, I, I'm just a middle-class guy living here in Traverse City. I don't have a lot of money. I actually have a wife and six kids, and we just find ways to make it. Um, I don't have all the nice equipment, but – I mean, anytime, any Tim, you guys want to invite me there. If you have the equipment, I'll put the headset on. Go. I have a headset now. It cost me twenty five dollars. The one I'm using right now, and it's been working great. It sounds better in games, but there's something different about putting a 
$250-$300 headset connected to equalizers and everything through a system. If you guys want to see what I really sound like, you can go down my YouTube channel, Razor Razor Sharp Hockey. Just search down the page and look for me um, calling the game between uh, that was New Jersey Rockets versus Sioux Falls. Uh, and that was a, a national championship game, AAA, last year where where I was working for the New York, um, excuse me, the uh, the New Jersey Rockets organization. And uh, when they put the headset on me and I'm, you know, I'm all dressed up shirt and tie and I'm, I feel like the real deal. Wow. It really brings my voice to life. And I mean, I sound good even on my phone, if you ask me. But wow, you give me the you give me the camera and the headset and the whole professional setup. Wow, I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm ready to take a job from somebody. Right. <laughs> no, I guess so, you're there. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to add, Caleb? Uh, just honestly, like uh, it's great to hear about your story and everything. Uh, just just wondering what got you the most excited about being. An announcer and not just any announcer but an announcer for hockey like what where did that passion come from so i grew up in a town of west branch and um some reason i got turned on to red wings at a pretty young age um, i believe it was one of my um of course my father and my brother and even though my mom and dad got divorced at a young age i remember knowing about hockey as the low age as young as six years old and i remember becoming a fan and my my relatives just kind of not really being as interested as, as I was. And as time went on, I was watching all the dead wing games from the 1980s. You know what dead wings means? <laughs> well, that, we're, that, kind of in, we're kind of in a similar yeah. period right now. So yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the days where we were just hoping to get a win. Um, I remember the, when the Red Wings make it to the playoffs, it was a dream come true. And, Eiserman couldn't do it all, and just the passion grew because I watched so many years of struggles, and then, of course, when you get to 1997, 98, you know, I'm in in the Marine Corps at that time, and I happened to come back on leave and be here for the Stanley Cup when the Red Wings won in 1997, you know, for the first time in how many years? 42 years, I believe? It was 53, wasn't it? Oh, 40, 40, it might, something like that, yeah. Yep. Well, 42-year year drought, and, you know, the passion just, the fire grew. Just like when you wait that long for something big to happen for your team, you guys you guys are saying it's a big thing, isn't it? Yeah, I hear you there. I'm yeah, just definitely. excited. I'm excited to see what our young core, our, our nucleus is uh, going to develop into currently so for sure and that's we all good. understand that passion and 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 the sticking with the team through the struggle years definitely yeah i remember players like sean burr you guys even remember players like that yeah i do yeah <laughs> i don't know if you guys are my age sean burr paul eisenbart i can just start naming all kinds of names you know the <laughs> keith primo days the uh i mean when we got paul coffee and we thought we had the answer and then we made that trade. What was it Chris Draper? Was it a dollar trade? Was that true? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was, was kind of like a waiver situation, but it wasn't. But that's the closest thing you can compare it to. Something that wouldn't happen in the salary cap era today. 
And boy, were they smart. Um, in came, you know, Kenny Holland came in and just decided, let's start going overseas and let's build a team from people from Europe. And I don't know if anybody had ever thought of that before him, did they? Was that real popular? They tried, but the USSR just would never let them uh, get away with it. Um, it, it boiled down to, if you've ever seen, what was it, Red Army, Caleb? The Russian Five. Yeah, oh, the Russian Five. Good. The Russian Five, that's what it was. Um, they explain how, um, what was it, the Red Wings, uh, Blackhawks, and the New Jersey Devils were the three teams that really fought hard to get Russian players to the point where they went in like the middle of the night into these dudes' locker rooms when everybody was asleep and they snuck like players like Fatisov, Konstantinov, Fedorov, Larianov, all these guys all out in the middle of the night and took them to the um, the closest airport they could and they'd have they put like hoods over their heads. I mean, you're hearing been, some insane stories about it. I had no clue. I need to either read that book or watch the documentary, awesome. The Russian Fire. I believe it came out. I still haven't looked it up. But uh, getting back to the question, so the passion came from a lot of years. I remember, I remember being such a passionate fan that back in the day we had VCRs, right? And mm-hmm. I would record a Red Wing game, and. Um, I watched so many Red Wing games. I think my abilities came from seeing so many styles of announcers, from Dave Strader to Bill Thorne, Gary Clement. Uh, or, yeah, Gary Thorne, Bill Clement. Right? Did yeah. I get it right? Yeah, oh. Gary Thorne was awesome. Gary Thorne, Bill Clement. And then I would start venturing out to listen to other games. Um, when, when Satellite came and I learned about Jim Houston from uh, the Connects uh, up in Vancouver to – and then I started hearing a lot of styles on video games, believe it or not. <laughs> we heard a lot of styles announcing on video games as well. But it would come from, um, I would watch a Red Wings game three more times before they even had their next game come up. I was nuts. And um, that's the kind of fan I was. I was. I had to see the plays over and over. And We didn't have technology like today. But you had to rewind the VCR tape and watch it. And my mom would always be like, why aren't you doing your homework? I'm watching a Red Wings game. <laughs> right? Well, right. now you can tell your mom, look, I was doing my homework. Now look what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, we're, we're getting there. So as time would go on, went in the Marine Corps. I never was in organized hockey myself, but I got into inline hockey out in California and got pretty into that and then moved to Florida after the Marine Corps and became a great you know, inline player down in Florida. And I guess if you fast forward, what happened was my son, who's 11 years old, walked up to me after doing a whole summer of BMX and had been pretty promising in BMX, told me, Dad, at the end of the state race, somebody ruined my chances to win a medal because they just knocked me off the track. And he said, I'm not playing this sport anymore. I'm going to be in a sport that um, nothing can get in the way if I work hard and I get on, I get out there and do it. So he comes up to me and he says, you guys watch hockey every day. I've decided I've done all my research. I'm going to be a hockey player because there's so much more ability in that sport than anything else I've seen. So let me make a long story short. Alec Goss is my son. He's 11 years old. He's a talented player. He made travel. He made travel hockey in three years. That's pretty fast. And um, he put passion into me. And one day he was playing and I just grabbed my phone and said, I'm going to call play by play. And it all started right there when my son was a, he was a mite. He wasn't even a squirt yet. And, um, and then squirts came. Next thing I know, I was calling entire seasons for his team. 
and, and the story just grows. The passion is there, but I love doing it for kids because kids never get to have their name called. So that's where it all came from. And the sky is the limit. It's in God's hands. But man, hockey is hockey rules. That's all I got to say. Good. All right. Well, I think with that being said, uh, we want to thank you, Jeff, for uh, being on the podcast today. And uh, we'll be we'll be putting this out shortly. So uh, definitely uh, subscribe to us. And um, for you guys, uh, go ahead, Jeff, and say your YouTube channel and, uh, and your social media so we can get you some more people. I appreciate that. So I have a YouTube channel called Razor Razor Sharp Hockey. And by the way, any fans out there that um, love your Alpina team, you can go back and watch that expedition game I called uh, versus, I believe it was Muskegon. Mm-hmm. Was that? And um, enjoy that. That was a really fun game to call. And um, I hope to do more for you, Ryan. If you guys invite me down there, I mean, yeah. it's all about getting getting uh, getting chances. I'm not necessarily looking for the money because I know yeah. the money's not there at this time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I definitely um, would love to have as many people want to follow and share uh, Razor Razor Sharp Hockey. I'm also on Facebook. I have my own Facebook. Um, you can see uh, me putting up the games weekly of what games I do for the teams I do it for. Um, and if you want to know me in a personal manner, I'm Jeff Koss. You can get to know me as just the guy who's behind Razor Razor Sharp. So that's G-O-S-S. You can find me on Facebook. You'll see hockey all over my site or all over my Facebook page. And it has been my pleasure uh, to sit with you guys today and uh, share my story. And I really appreciate this, guys. Oh, no problem, Jeff. Thank you for uh, show, uh, popping on here, and uh, good luck at uh, your game today. Thank you. You guys have a good rest of your session. Thanks, you too. Yep. See ya. Yep. There it is. The holy grail of Christmas gifts, the Red Rider 200-shot range model air rifle. And there he is, Red Rider himself. In his hand was the knurled stock of as coolly deadly looking a piece of weaponry as ever I had laid eyes on. Hey, Griswold, where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. You've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. I wasn't talking to you. Plugged in? Honey, do you honestly think I would check thousands of tiny little lights if I wasn't sure the extension cord was plugged in? All right, folks, and welcome back. I really hope you enjoy the Christmas music we're already putting on for you. Ah, humbug. <laughs> Last year, we started putting it on right after Halloween. Well, it's it's the 22nd of November. We can do that now. Um, oh, I forgot that we did that. <laughs> <laughs> we annoyed the hell out of people. Oh, my God. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, it was awesome to have Jeff Goss on the show. Uh, razor, razor sharp. He's a nice guy, nice man. Awesome to talk to you, um, and we just and we, we really, really appreciated him coming on. Yeah, we did, and our, our recorded segment was only like the snippet of what we actually talked to him about. So it, it was awesome. It was it, it was it was very awesome to have him on the show, and uh, yeah. So uh, with that, uh, we're gonna start our our final segment of the night, um, and uh, we're gonna go with our breakaway. Uh, Caleb, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Do you want to take the shot, make the save? Um, first, give us what, what are we breakawaying on? Should the Red Wings make a play for Jesse? Uh, 
Puliarvi or however you say his name from Edmonton. Okay. Do you want to take the shot or make the save? Ooh. I'll take the shot. All right. I'm ready. I'm going to say leave him. Do not waste any draft picks. Do not get rid of any talent unless you can make the trade for player for player. Andre Athanasiu for Jesse. That's that's the only way you part with anything. Um, and here's why. He didn't catch on in Edmonton, and the first chance he got, he's an uh, he's a restricted free agent, and the first chance he got, he bolted back to Russia, much like Ilya Kovalchuk. I just think it would be a bad attitude coming in to the locker room, and bad attitudes create cancer, and cancer yep. creates chaos. Yep. Don't believe me? Look at Antanasiu. Agreed. Amen. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to try to make a save here. I can see your point. But, dude, didn't we just say earlier in the podcast that Fabry was seven games? Seven games is like the sixth highest point scorer on the team. Seven games. We need point scorers on the team. That's that. Honestly, I could give two shits less. Yes, get rid of Athanasio. I'd, I, I'd maybe throw something else in there, but I definitely wouldn't get rid of a defenseman. Yes, I'd like defense, but it'd be nice to have a little more scoring. But it, in the sake of making the save, I'm going to leave the argument there. But what I'll add off the record, even though it's recorded, is honestly, we're going to lose anyways. <laughs> so, folks, let us know uh, who won the sh- uh, shootout uh, on the breakaway. I'm going to guess it's probably Caleb on this one because even I'm feeling like it's Caleb. But you never know. You never know. Don't um, underestimate my power. I'm going to catch you off guard real quick before we go into social media. Woo-hoo. Okay? Let's Three stars of the podcast. Three stars of the podcast. Yeah. All right. Dude, we haven't... <laughs> you think you're going to catch me off guard. But you are right. Going... I, I can make the save. <laughs> I'm going to make the save here, okay? I am making the save because you can't. I'm going with uh, Anthony Mantha as number one. Not only for his 12 goals and 11 assists for 23 points. No. Because he, this offseason, has worked extremely hard, and he has now become a two-way player. Yes, uh, it's been amazing. And guys, that's all on Blasio. I'm going to blame that on Blasio. Oh, kind of leading that up to uh, our social media. Yeah. Number two star. Number two. (laughs) Ready for it? Yeah. Co-stars, Larkin and Burke. Ooh. There you go. Again, not because of their, not because of Larkin's six goals, 10 assists for 16 points, and Burt's 10 goals, 12 assists for 22. No, because they are the unsung heroes for the success for Anthony Mantha. And they work extremely hard. And they all, all three of those guys get pissed off when they lose. And they come out and they, play extremely hard they give it up give it their all 
110% every game. Hey. Number three. I'm hey, going to give it to the new guy. Hey. Can I, can I, can I, oh, or are you going to give yours and I give mine? Let's do I'm, that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's oh, finish. Finish yours. Yeah. Quit interrupting me. Sorry, asshole. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Fabry. My, right. my, my third star is Fabry. Seven games, and he's already put up more points than over half the team with three <laughs> goals and five assists. And he's coming into a brand new system, a brand new team with an almost zero chemistry with everybody. And, and he's it, producing, and he's looking good. And remember, last season in 46 games, he only had seven points. So there's that. <laughs> I guess you could put him as number one for everything right. that he's I mean, you could, you could do it any way you want. Those are, you don't even have to put numbers next to him. Just put him as your three stars. Three, well, four stars. But, yeah, three. Yeah, right, right. I, I know what uh, Tyler Bertuzzi and Larkin are a package. Hey, how's how's your uh, buzz? How's Buzzy doing in the OHL? He's having a little bit of a down year. Um, he's still my man crush, though. Yeah, well, that's kind of uh, creepy. Is he eighteen yet? Yeah, he's like nineteen. Oh, good, good, good. I'm glad. Then <laughs> it's okay to be your man crush. <laughs> but uh, Coach Laz has been playing him back on defense and. He can play defense, and he's pretty effective. Uh, however, he's more effective as a forward. Um, so he's having kind of a down year right now. But uh, with we're, we've had a lot of injuries going on in Saginaw. So uh, with that being said, he, he is starting to find his stride now that he's back up playing forward. Good. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm glad that. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to get back down to Saginaw on Saturday night. So. Uh, you, there's a guy that you should look for. He is, uh, a Russian defenseman rookie for us this year. Who uh, is it? Who is it? Sorry. Uh, I just lost connection with my mic. Give me one hot second. Yeah. Okay. I'm back. I think maybe. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, it, his name is Ilya Soliol. So I can't say his last name, Soliolov or something like that. He's a rookie defenseman in the OHL, and he is stout. He gets up in the rush. He gets up in, in the offensive play, and yeah. he's got the speed and the talent to get back and protect the net. Awesome. Uh, he's solid defensively, solid offensively. Uh, he, look, look for him. Okay. Um, and then the number three prospect for on the draft, Draft prospect board, um, in my opinion, looks better than Lafreniere, and and then who's number one, and then um, uh, Byfield, who also plays in the OHL. I'm awesome. not quite sold on him. Okay, well, thanks, but, man. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him. Number three, you want to look at number Cole Confetti Perfetti. Well, that, that's leading into my three stars. Can I get into them? No, yeah. <laughs> uh, number three, Cole Perfetti from the Saginaw Spirit. I have been paying attention to them. I've been watching their games. I haven't been down there yet. I'm still technically employed by them since I'm going down there. Um, and um, it, it is, um, it's going to be 
it, it, it's awesome. Um, he has nine goals and 27 assists for 36 points in 22 games. And he's just he lit it up in the OHL or Canada Russia series. Exactly. He did. He did. He and Giroux went there, but he is my third star. Uh, my number two star would definitely have to be Robbie Fabry. Um, he's like, I don't even have to say it again. Um, he's, He's been on fire since he came into this uh, Blashill coached ski. He's been, what? He's been on fire. You're not going to win on he's this team, but at least he's putting, he's putting points on the board, folks. And he's playing hard. He, he's playing hard in the corners. He's not causing, like, he, he himself is not the cause of many turnovers. He's forcing neutral zone turnovers, and he's crossing in the slot, opening up beautiful shooting lane. So even though sometimes he's not on the scoreboard for every goal, if he's on the ice, you can definitely understand why he's a part of that play and why that goal was scored. Watch it. I'll tell you. And then my number one, my number one star, and I'm going to hit this out of left field, uh, but in our first ever, first ever regular season Alpina North Stars game, we played the Waterford Wheel. And my first star in... I'm going to give it a shared first star, and it's not because I'm sucking up to my team owner. We were down. Um, we got scored on in, like, the first minute of the game. But after, but after that, Miles Grix stood on his head. Stood on his head the rest of the game, and we won 6-1. to one. And then my other first star tied. Uh, he's one of our alternate captains, a great guy, awesome player, um, Brad Goslin. Scored uh, the first hat trick in Alpina North Star history. First star. This coach is a hoser. <laughs> I'm just, I'm stoked. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I can't, it's been a dream come true to coach uh, a team. Um, and I, 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 I'm, I'm just, I'm simply blessed. I live in a beautiful town. I live on a lake. Um, it's a little cold up here right now. But hey, there's hey, snow on the ground still. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there as well. You need to uh, to spend more time with Dave Hartline, dude. Yeah, he cut his hair. He doesn't look a lot like Q anymore. Why would he cut his hair? I don't know. You need to ask him. Dave, looking, listen to this. You da- do not cut your hair again. Yeah, Keep doing the uh, yoga and the vegan thing. He's looking. Uh, damn, he's coach. looking damn sexy though. He is. Well, his, he looks sexy his, with his hair his, too. His, his sport coat on Saturday was legit. All right. Well, let's go into uh, social media morons, folks. Cue the music. All right, Caleb. Oh, we got the same one. Yeah. So uh, why don't you lead with it? Well, last night, I noticed Caleb was commenting on a few things, um, and we love our friends in Australia. For those of you who listen, once again, hey, thank hey, but, you. But this guy, this guy is actually from, from uh, Indian. Indianapolis. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so last night, I was looking up here, and where is the post? Was it deleted? When is Blashill gone? My guess is yeah. 10 games. Yeah, that was your. the post. I'm not, that was see- post yeah. I'm not seeing it. Well, I just ha- I pulled it up. Why don't you go into where I tagged you, and then why don't you just click the post part? Oh, then... technology is definitely not my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my tech guy that just said that. <laughs> okay, so... 
so, so it started off with Caleb. Uh, Caleb responded not until after the season or even a few more. And, and we're not going to say his name, but this man was like, uh, I, I get tanking, but a new GM has to make a mark. Caleb, what was your response to that? Um, I don't know. I'm not Flash, Flash isn't oh. a bad coach. Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, Flash isn't a bad coach. He is literally working with three legit NHL offensive players and two on defense. Fabry is finding himself again. Uh, but was not able to get a foothold in the NHL. Flash is working with low talent and old guys. Who isn't an NHL player, in your opinion? Glenn Denning, Erickson, Abs, just to name a few. (laughs) And then I get the response back. Glenn Denning is one heck of a penalty killer. I haven't responded on Facebook yet. However, I will respond right now. You you continued with different threads, though. The guy posted Jeff Jeff Blaschel's hockey stats. Jeff Blaschel's won everywhere he's been. And uh, Caleb was like, you like the counter, but here's the brunt of it. Blash does not have very much NHL talent. He pretty much said the exact same thing he said before. And um, I'm trying to say Glenn Denning is not a hell of a penalty killer because we are almost in dead last in penalty Killing. So, no, he is not a heck of a penalty killer. Well, you tried to tell him that we don't really have much NHL talent. He's like, he does. Half the roster is like NHL talent. And Caleb, your evaluation of talent is way off base, bud. He has a team of extras and fourth liners at best. So then that's when Caleb, that's when (laughs) Caleb talked to me. Uh, Because it was just getting so frustrating to deal with. (laughs) Um, I wanted somebody else to have as much fun as I was in it, evaluating it, our talent, <laughs> and it was and it was a blast because then um, Blashell's big thing is development, and somebody's it wasn't the same guy. All they would really be expecting from Blashell's development, and you know what? I'll, I'll give them that. That's a good takeaway. But then, oh, who's oh, developed under? Who's developed under him? And, yeah, a majority of the top six and probably the two top pairings of defense right now definitely developed a lot under him. <laughs> and, and the guy's like, no, Larkin and Mansell were scorers to begin with. Dude, Larkin was well, a goal scorer before. It, well, no, he's more of an assist man and an average goal scorer. But even more and more, Larkin's becoming more of a goal scorer now than he was before. He went from a playmaker to a snipe. But he, yeah, as you can tell by his goal and assist total, it's about even. However, he still has the edge in assist, so he's still leaning towards passing yeah. the puck. And then we Mantha, got, oh, and then he says, and then this guy says, Mantha was a hundred point scorer before he get, before Blash got here. No, he wasn't. Uh, Mantha, Mantha, highest NHL goal or NHL total was forty eight. Yeah, and never had more than. 15 goals. Didn't yeah. Mantha hit 29 last year? Yeah. And then we got and then we got another guy in on it, uh, which Larkin, Mantha, Bertuzzi, A.A., Chalowski, Hronik have all developed well under him. Uh, I go either way with Hronik, but, uh, you know. No, not Hronik. Uh, A.A., sorry. Yeah, Hronik, yeah. I said, Has was going to be an NHL talent, but I put him at a third pairing. Under so this- Black, it now became a number one top pairing guy. And this guy just kept going. So then, 
by the time Ryan got in on this, by the time I got in on this, all I said, where was it? Um, <laughs> I said, I think he, I said, I think he might have a few more years. He's a great fit. Hard to win with third and fourth liners in an extremely young defense. And Larkin, Bertuzzi, Mantha, Fabry? You would play that third, fourth line? Glad I don't play for you. And I, my response was, dude, I'm glad too. I have a solid goalie. Lars is a solid sen- second line center, and Mantha is a borderline first liner, second liner, anywhere else. Burtz is a second or third liner anywhere else. And Fabry, you mean the guy who had seven points in like, what, 46 games last year? Oh, yeah. I hope he doesn't pull an Athenansu and disappear. And then he started deflecting like the Republicans in the impeachment inquiries. Green is young. It, it just kept going. Well, to be honest with you, Green is old and he shouldn't have been no, re-signed. Green is old and I agree he shouldn't have been re-signed, but I'm talking about as a whole, the defense is pretty damn young. Yeah. Bowie, Nemeth. Nemeth isn't really that young, but... Bowie, Nemeth, uh, Chalowski, Pickett, Kronick. Yeah, they're, they're, they're young. It's, it's we're a young start, defensive we're gonna We're going to start talking about Mike Green like we did Cronwall last year. Yeah, Mike Green is the new Cronwall this year. <laughs> however, however, isn't his contract up this year? It's either yeah. this year or next year. Yeah, he's um, done. And I think, and, he's, I think he's done. I think he sees the writing on the wall. Um, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he tried to step down at some point this season um, and tell Iserman bring up Mortis, uh, however you say his last name, Cider or whatever. Yeah. That kid is looking legit down in the AHL right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what do so- I know? I'm not a player. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a talent evaluator at all for is anybody, this- even though I do <laughs> – give my input in for the Saginaw spirit. So whatever. Same here. Yep. I still do. But yeah. So, but what, that's, that's enough of our social media more. My head hurts. I need to, I need to smoke. That, that, that hurt, that hurt my head. Uh, so with that folks, we're going to look ahead. Um, we're playing the devils tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Um, the Saginaw spirit tomorrow play as well. I'm going to play the devil's advocate and say we win. I am. I was about to say the same thing. Uh, looks like Blackwood's going to be the starter. The goalie situation in New Jersey is horrid at best. Um, they're not off to the season they were hoping to get get, get started off to. You hear they put Schneider on waivers. Yes, the first and goalie he cleared I, waivers. Yeah, the first goalie I ever scored. The first goalie I scored on in my collegiate career, Corey Schneider. Yeah, that guy. Um. Um, I do wish him the best. I hope he does I do. find him in the AHL and finds his way back to the to the league. However, the number one draft pick, Jack Eichel. I mean, what about him? I would I would have taken Kako over him, but uh, <clears throat> he's not doing terrible. But he's not playing like a first overall draft pick. Right, right. They Fun never fact. do. They never do. Kako is playing like the first overall draft pick, but hey, what, what, what did I say last year? Kako should be going number one overall. And real quick here, 
Real quick here, before we get off, uh, we're going to give you an Ivan Prasvitov update. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, he is in the ECHL for the Rapid City Rush right now. He had a couple. He had, he played a few games in the AHL and was tearing it up. Yep, I don't. I, the only and then the Yotes sent him to the ECHL. And he's still he's still not doing bad. He has a two point two five goals against average and a ninety three percent save percentage. Hey, Steve Eiserman. Steve Eiserman, make a play yeah. for yeah. Ivan Krasnikov. I'm Agreed. telling you, he will be a legit starter in the NHL. Yeah, but with that, folks. Thank you for listening to our season two premiere. Uh, we'll start putting them out here twice a week, once a week. Not sure just yet, but we'll start putting these out there on a regular basis. So thank you for listening to Undrafted, folks. I'm Ryan. I'm Caleb. And don't forget, folks, to keep the uh, the, 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 the plethora of pets off the streets. Get your pets spayed and neutered. And remember, it is okay to shop and adopt. Do it responsibly. All right. Have a good day. Have a good night. Go stars. Go spirit. Go wings. Peace. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows. The whistle blows. And the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period, where players dash with skates of flash, the home team trails behind. But they grab the puck and go bursting up, and they're down across the line. They storm the crease like bumblebees, they travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside, it's a 1-1 hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Third period, last game in the playoffs, too. Oh, take me where the hockey players face off down the rink. And the Stanley Cup is all filled up for the champs who win the drink. Now the final flick of a hockey stick and a one gigantic scream. The puck is in, the home team wins the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.